She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to a season, a brand new season of She Loves Herself, the podcast. I think we are, I think this is the longest I have ever gone in between seasons. So season eight ended um, in January this year. And here we are in August with a brand new season. I've never gone this long and I want to just really be fully transparent as to the reasons why it's taken so long to do another season. Because usually we're just a couple of months at the most. Um, and for me, hmm, I I honestly feel like this year has flown in. But more than more than this year flying in in terms of time-wise, I I honestly don't feel like I've had the capacity to create another season. I knew I wanted to, but the time, the capacity, the space, and to really do it justice, um, I just haven't had the, the, the time and the space to do it because since January, I've been working with Sarah Gregg and we have been creating the Intuitive Psychology Association. And we actually recorded a really beautiful episode back in March this year when we were just kind of right at the beginning of creating it all. Um, we recorded a beautiful episode together in a studio, which felt so cool. And I'm going to share that episode. So that episode's going to come out very, very soon. So I really want you to tune into it. And I think when I listen to it back, I'm going to be like, Wow, so much has happened since then. I think Sarah and I have been all things intuitive psychology. We both felt this real desire to create something epic. And I won't like, I'm not going to do a spoiler alert. I'm going to let us talk you through all of the reasons why and what was behind us creating it in that episode. But um, I really think we underestimated, we both underestimated the level of work um that was going to go into this because when you when you're creating something for yourself so I've you know I've been running my business for nearly six years now I've created many 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 courses I've done many events um but when it's just you and your course it's just you and your course and it's your heart it's your soul it's your material right but when you're creating something even bigger than that something that you know is going to like hit the world you know it's not like a course you put it out you work with it you know and and all and all my courses by the way I want to just say they have taken a lot of work and effort too that takes a lot of time work effort energy heart and soul I'm just taking a little drink of my cuppa <laughs> but it's definitely um this has been so different and I think because we've worked together on this, um, we found our own personal challenges through this. You know, I've worked in partnership with Lynette before we created um, An Air Your Power back in lockdown. We've run multiple things together. We've run retreats together. This feels very, very different. Not anything to do with Sarah at all, but it feels very different because 
what what is required by the Association for Coaching for us to to create this diploma and have it accredited? Wow, it's mind blowing. I've had to really adapt. I've had I've met my own fears, my own shadows come up at points, things I've had to really work through whilst also still navigating a lot of grief in my life. Um, you guys that have been following me for a while, you'll know that my mum passed away. It's coming up to her first year anniversary, which is going to be in the 3rd of September. Um, but that has changed me. Her death has changed me and how I feel um, about people, situations and things is very, very different to what I felt before. I felt like I'd done a lot of work on myself before and built up a lot, um, healed a lot, built up some so super you know, cool resilience that I was able to not worry about what people thought about me and not worry about um, stepping into the world and stepping into my power. And I felt like I really did that to a degree and at the capacity I absolutely could do prior to her death and her death and mook and you know going across to Bali for that month, it um it cracked me open to a point that I I've never felt in my life. And it's changed me. It really has changed me how I feel. And what's really interesting is the world hasn't changed. Like no one around me has changed. It's me that's changed. It's how I see things, how I feel things now. I'm much more emotional than I ever was before. Um, I sometimes can't keep tears in. It's like, wah. So, you know, this year I've really been working a lot um, around my nervous system and my vagus nerve and, and really recreating because I, I felt like I had created a lot of safety in my body over the years. Um I'd healed a lot, but what you know that this has been another level and it's 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 opened me up and I felt exposed at times. I felt very unsafe at times. Not through anything different that anyone was doing. It was my emotional reaction to things. So I have really had to dig deep guys. Like I've I've really had to work on that. And I want to share that with you because I, I think that's a lot, you know, as part of this podcast and when I created this, it was all about authenticity and vulnerability and empowered vulnerability and speaking your truth. And so I really believe that I, I do maintain that when I speak to you guys and I don't want this to be any exception. Um, but yes, it's been a new level of healing and a new level of almost like a rebirth again, like taking me back to feeling very like a child, you know, very scared and needing to feel safe in my body and feeling unsafe with the passing of my mom. It was like, well, that one person, like that one person, and I'm not saying this is the truth, right? But my belief was that that one person that would never have hurt me, that was that unconditional love in my life that always made me feel safe, seen and held, was gone. And even though I know her, her she's always around me, um, the trauma that was then invoked within me was very live. I went back to feeling really unsafe 
around situations, around speaking my truth, around being me. And I had to really create mantras and go back in and reparent my inner child again around, you know, it's safe to be you. It is safe to be me. So for those of you listening to this, you know, some of you might be thinking, what on earth is she talking about? But I know that there's going to be a huge portion of you that will get this. And even if you don't, that's okay. But be open to this because if you are feeling a level of unease, uncertainty, fear in your body, there is a high, high probability that there's just some old trauma that has been stirred up or that maybe needs you to go in and take a peek and cultivate safety back in your body. Because when we feel that way, we often search externally for things to make it better. So, okay, well, if I just push through it, then I'll feel better. If I just push through fear, then I'm going to be okay. Um, If I just get this external thing or person to validate me, or if I just block it out with alcohol or TV or social media or finding a quick hit of dopamine that makes me feel good or going to the gym to run it off, um, then I'm going to feel better. And I want to say, you may feel better for a few minutes, but it, it doesn't work long term. The only person, the only person that can cultivate safety for you and your body so that you feel safe to speak your truth, to have those conversations that you maybe have been putting off, to leave that relationship, um, is you. You are the only one that can do it for you. Um, Nothing outside of you will give you that long term. And so my invitation to you is that you do that for yourself. You find a way to regulate your nervous system. You find a way to feel safe in your body. And sometimes the only way out of feeling fearful, anxious, all of those emotions that we never really like feeling is the only way out is in. And it's to go in and communicate with that part of yourself so what you know if you're feeling I'll give you an example okay because I can I could say if you're feeling this or you're feeling that but I'm going to give you an example so for me what happened with me was as I was evolving and creating something new um, with intuitive psychology I was letting go of a lot part like temporarily I was letting go of a lot of the Just Jill work so I wasn't doing the podcast anymore I hadn't really been working with any clients one-to-one or in in big groups and prior to that so prior to my mum passing away I was literally fully booked for six months I had a huge waiting list I my courses sold out I was yeah I was I was yeah, everything was great. Income was the best it's ever been. We were, you know, living a really comfortable life financially that way. Um, and I felt like I was, you know, everything was great. Well, you know, 
when I say that, you know, you're still working through some stuff, right? We're human. We get shit thrown at us. And I mean, I was navigating a lot of stuff that was going on with my mom and navigating things in the business. But in terms of what I was doing and what I was creating and who I was being felt like, yeah, okay, I'm living in integrity. I'm living in truth here. But when my mum passed away, I knew internally, so this wasn't a logical decision, but there was something in my body that said, you know, take time out. Take time out because a big shift is coming. And there's no bigger shift than being faced with grief, let me tell you, because, oh, I mean, this is a whole other episode, but oh my God, grief, the pain that you can feel with grief, um, you can be going about thinking, yeah, everything's great. And then womph, it just like this cloud comes over you and it's like a sucker punch. It, it literally takes your breath away. Even though it might just last for five minutes in those five minutes, I think it's the worst that you can feel. Um, and it does pass, right? But I want to say, right, so I knew I needed to create space for that. I knew I needed to feel deeply and I knew intuitively that there was this other part of me that needed to be fully healed and fully felt. And that wouldn't have been felt had I kept working and, you know, you know, having emotional, you know, feelings and releases here and there. I needed to feel it in its entirety. So I stopped everything I was doing. I stopped working with all my clients. Um, I put everything on hold and I fully immersed myself in grief when I went to Bali. I came back. I wanted to take the rest of the year out again. I needed more time. And every time I went into meditation, this these words that came through were more time, more time. And because I was so deeply in it, I wasn't distracted by any other work, any clients, anything that I was sort of doing. I just had that that capacity to just really trust that like more time, more time. And then eventually sort of in December time, the words that were coming through were it's on its way. It's on its way. Get ready, get ready. It's on its way. And I started journaling about basically intuitive psychology (laughs) um, about this intuitive healer training program. And as I see the words, I'm looking at my vision board right now that I pulled together Um, in between Christmas and New Year and I had pulled together and it says in here the intuitive healer training program school of intuitive studies healing institute spiritual psychic shamanic healing school like I have these things on my vision board right now um and so I knew that there was something there and then moving into January Sina and I really spoke about this and she felt that this was a real pull, pull and desire for her too, to create something, to be the change that we wanted to see. And so anyway, um, we created that and everything's just really been full on IPA. And I have definitely felt like just chill was just like fading into the distance and, and the, sh- the podcast was like whoa where is this going like remember us and I knew like I wanted to do it I knew that I wanted to get back doing this work because it is part of me it's part of me man it's like the podcast the just chill work the meditations all of it like the healing it's all part of me And 
as I started to feel into that and what I needed to do, I started to feel like, wow, I I am starting to feel overwhelmed at the thought of potentially losing a part of my a part of myself, right? A part of the the part of me that makes me happy, the just jill work, that she loves herself work. And this wasn't coming from Sarah, by the way. This wasn't coming from anything other than me. But as my my little inner child started to, you know, as we started to really stretch and our potential of what we want to create with IP was so huge, of course I was met with fear. And I didn't even know it was fear from that. Like, I knew, I mean, I, and I know deeply that IP is, is just an absolutely incredible, incredible coach training program. I don't think there's, I mean, I've, I've researched loads on this. I don't think there's anything that does what we do. Um, but with that excitement, you're like, yeah, 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 comes fear. And then as I started to be like, right, okay, let's start to get working on the Just Jill stuff and overwhelmed with with busyness at points right and then I got invited to do Fern Cotton's Happy Place Festival um the fear just really came in the excitement was there first like yes this is amazing this is what I'm so here for but the fear started to come in like actually if I can hold a business like IPA and be successful as Just Jill and Honestly, like what I'm going to bring into Just Jill for the rest of this year and beyond is is just another level again, because what I've learned and what I've embodied and what I've worked through and healed through in the last 12 months, for, for bloody sure, it has made me a better coach and uh, an even better, more intuitive healer. But being able to step into that felt and feels you know still at points scary and I was like nervous I started telling myself stories I wanted to run back into safety at points I was like I don't know if I can do this um it's not safe to be me this was the this was the feelings that I felt like if I get big and if I get successful then people are going to hate me and people aren't going to like me now this is an old fear that I used to have right so when I first started my business just about six years ago I was I was terrified by this right it was like I came out of corporate and I remember like and I've shared this on like I think first season of the podcast was like coming out and being like oh you know this is me this is what I'm doing this is all things and feeling a sense of pride about that, but also this terrifying fear of not feeling safe to do that, not feeling safe to be me, not feeling safe to express all of me. And um, this was an old wound. This was an old inner child wound from childhood where um, I didn't feel safe at points to be all of me. Um, And that was very real. That was very real for me. And here it was, as I was evolving, this is what happened, right? You you uncover layers, you expand, and then we place another ceiling on ourselves. And then when we move that ceiling, when we remove the ceiling and we expand even more and come into our full potential even more and we're able to hold it, 
guess what happens, right? The old fear starts to come in of, I'm not safe. It's not safe to be me. And that was loud. That was so loud. I mean, I wanted to run away. And this was my default setting from before. When I don't feel safe, I will cut people out and I will run away. If I feel like someone is trying to hold me down, clip my wings, or I'm scared of being bullied, or whatever that is, then I will fucking run. I will exit a relationship. I will exit a friendship. I will cut someone out and I will just, like, I bolt. Um, and I couldn't believe it was happening again. I'm like, what is going on? Why is this happening to me? Why do I feel so unsafe in my body right now? Because the reality is everything around me was the same. And of course, there's people that won't like me. And that's okay. And of course, there's people that won't support me. And that's okay too. But that's always been the case. Like that, that's not changed since I started doing this or probably as long as I can remember, there's people that don't like me or there's people that won't get me or won't support me. But I seem to have like found a way to work with that. But here it was again, loud. And I think it's the loudest it's been since I started my business six years ago. Um, and I really put it down to my mum not being here and not having that safety and comfort and protection. So here I was going in to reparent myself. Um, and I went back to a deep meditation. And I mean, I, I do a lot on inner child. I have workshops and courses on this. And as part of my Empowered Women, we do a whole week on inner child. And I went in and I, I did my inner child, my own inner child workshop. And I met my inner child when she was five and I connected with her. And, and that was the age, I guess, where intuitively it was coming up that I didn't feel safe to be all of me. And I actually remember being in primary one and I was four or five at school and I was bullied. I was bullied by three girls. And I guess that's why I went to that first memory of not feeling safe to be me and wanting to run away and hide. Um, I went in, I communicated with that part of myself. I felt the emotion. So I allowed myself to fully feel the intensity of what she felt. Um, and I then somatically moved it through and then I held myself and I connected with her and I visualized holding her and reassuring her and affirming to her that it was safe to be her I got her to repeat it back to me it's safe to be me it's safe to express all of me I told her what she was here for what her mission was and that it was okay to be her and that it was safe to be her and I really spent time in that process and allowed it to move and then coming out of that, really regulating the nervous system every single morning and creating a practice that is reprogramming my subconscious mind that allows me to feel safe, that affirms that it is safe to be me, it is safe to express all of me. Because guess what, guys? We are here to be, all of us. And we don't want to live, right? We don't want to live 
with attachments. We don't want to play small because we're scared of what people think of us. We don't want to play small because we think we're not worthy because that's what we learned. We don't want to play small because we think we don't deserve a relationship because maybe our mum didn't have a good relationship with her husband or your dad or whatever that is. Whatever the story is, it can be, you know, worked through. Do not let that be the reason that you do not shine. Don't blame anyone around you. Yes, people may react to you in a certain way, but they always will. They always will. They're not going to change and it's not your job to change them. What you want to change is how you respond and it's how you feel about their perception of you. You want to make sure that you feel like your way is the right way and that you are so deeply connected to yourself that it is so safe to be you and it is so safe to express all of you without attachment. And using those affirmations and what I've been also doing is sort of doing a little bit of tapping, somatic work and really intuitively saying affirmations that I feel like I need to deeply feel. And then I've been using sound, I've been using my voice to express it. I felt a lot was trapped in my jaw. I've been doing a lot of exercises around the jaw, really opening my mouth, sounding, stretching, exercising that spot. Um, intuitively working with parts of my body that feel like, actually, I'm feeling a little bit something in my throat here. I'm going to go in and take a peek. What is this? It feels maybe closed off or it feels this or it feels that. I'm working with that part of myself. Um, And honestly, I'd say like 95% of the time it is in our child. It's just that part, you know, that little version of me, whatever age that is, needed to feel safe again, needed to feel held and needed to be listened to because the adult version of us goes right um yeah but you know you're only five and these were just kids and or this thing happened and yeah but you know it's okay now you're safe that is like honestly sprinkling unicorn glitter over a pile of shit you're basically telling a part of yourself that they don't matter, that their voice doesn't matter. And guess what? That happened to them when they were five. That happened to you when you were nine. That happened to you when you were 10, when you were dismissed. If you were allowed to fully feel and fully express your needs and like somatically move tension through your body or express your emotions or speak your truth, you would not be feeling how you feel right now. So do not do that to yourself. Do not allow yourself to feel it. Like create a beautiful space where you can go in, where you can reparent yourself, where you can go to that age, whatever that is, connect with him or her fully, allow them to express themselves, feel it. And I mean, feel it. Don't just go, oh yeah, I was bullied. You're okay now. Bob's your uncle, right? You want to feel it. This is an embodiment. We need to embody what hasn't been fully embodied and allow it to release. And when it releases, and that's just when you feel, when you start to feel it, you might cry, you might cough, you might feel a little bit like you need to shake or you might want to scream into a pillow. These are all very, very normal reactions. Um, But you what you do want to do is just then once you've done that, you'll naturally know, right, I feel like, ah, I feel like that's it. I feel like I'm grieving here. I feel like I've had this release. 
you take some breaths and then you start to, you know, pop the affirmations and you start to like see them together. You know, you and your five-year-old self or you and your 10-year-old self, you see those affirmations together until, until you feel a sense of empowerment. And do you know what? You may feel an instant shift, but it may take you a few goes at this. It may take you a few weeks until you start to really feel the shift. For me, I've had different experiences with it. I felt a shift immediately. I've gone in and done ancestral work that has been a shift. And within a day, I feel like all that stuff I was carrying from my ancestors is gone. But with this particular one, because it was so big and so active, I went in and I had to do it like two or three times over the space of a week. But during that time and since then, and even now, I am still creating this practice in the morning where I'm saging any old energy that I've carried through the night that's in the subconscious that needs to move. I'm then um, breathing. I'm sort of going in and taking a peek into any part of my body. I'm doing the affirmations. I'm tapping, I'm saying the words, I'm sounding, I'm doing some somatic shaking. It's all intuitively led, but I'm still doing that. And I've been doing that for like a month and the shifts are massive, but it's never a one and done, guys. So I think as a minimum practice for yourself that you spend time in your body, you regulate your nervous system, you take deep breaths, you feel what needs to be felt and then you reprogram. Feel what needs to be felt and then reprogram the subconscious mind. It takes time, but I'm talking like, I'm not talking years, I'm talking days, weeks, and you will feel the shift. Like, do not expect anything outside of you to do that for you because it's not going to happen. This comes from you and only you. But what's amazing about that is it's like, how freaking self-empowering is that? Like, how empowering is that? That it's you that gets to create new neural pathways. It's you that gets to be your best lover. It's you that gets to be your best cheerleader. It's you that gets to know you more than anyone else will know you. It's you. And so it should be. So I hope this was helpful. A longer podcast episode today, but we have had like eight months off. So I wanted to bring you up to speed on what has been happening for me. I'm excited to share with you new episodes. So new Monday Love Punch episodes. So the 10, 15 minute ones. And then we've got some amazing guests for our Friday episodes as well. This is where I get the experts coming in. We talk about things, all things authenticity um, and ways to move through things that you need to move through in order to become your ultimate, highest, most connected, most empowered self that that, that, that there can be. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I am so excited. And for anyone that is interested in knowing more about the Intuitive Psychology Association, then tune in to our episodes that's coming up. Um, that's a very, very special episode with Sarah and I. But if you're following us on social media, it's um, we.r.iPA. 
I'm going to drop the link in the show notes as well. We are enrolling our first cohort of students start with us on the 10th of September. And what I will say is the people that have joined us already are the most incredible people. Sarah and I have definitely manifested this. We put our heart and soul into this. It is our truth, our experience, psychology, intuition, spirituality. We work with the past, the present and the future. We work with healing. A lot of our work is closed eyes work. It is so beautiful, so powerful. So if you are thinking about becoming a life coach or some sort of coach and you want to work with people or do something similar to what I do, then I'm going to drop the link to check out our website. Enrollment is open. You would just need to complete a five-minute application form and then Sarah and I invite you on to a call with both of us where we will get to know more about you and find out if IP is the right fit for you. Um, I believe that, as I said earlier on, I believe that there's nothing else like IP out there. I'm so proud of it. It is everything and more that we imagined it to be. Um, we still have a few spaces left. We are closing enrolment on the 31st of August. So honestly, you want to be part of the first cohort because it's going to be so intimate. We're keeping the number quite small because we want to make sure that everyone is really held safe and supported. And yeah, it's just going to be absolutely fantastic. So new, new coaches, or if you're new to or interested in becoming a coach, and if you are an existing coach, then you want to come along to this as well, because you want to get yourself involved. We have about four existing coaches who are already accredited coaches who are doing this because they see the value in what IPA do. They want to take their practice to a much deeper level so that they can serve their clients so so powerfully in a session um we're not just future focused here we work on everything and we empower our clients to heal their life um and that's what we train our coaches to do at ip and so we have new coaches we have existing coaches so if you are interested in deepening your practice, finding out more, link is in the show notes, visit our website, complete an enrollment form. We cannot wait to meet you. And yeah, guys, I've got some very exciting things coming up. I'm doing a massive in-person event in Edinburgh in September. So please keep your eyes open if you are in Scotland and you want to come along to that. I am going to be doing a couple of live events in Edinburgh. One of them is going to be taking people through a really powerful technique. So I'm going to take you all through a really powerful technique if you're coming to that. Um, I'll drop the link in the show notes to get your ticket for that. I'm going to take you through a really powerful technique and I'm going to bring people up on the stage to be coached. So the way I coach is very specific. Um, it's very intuitive. It's very, very powerful. As I said, um, I had a six-month waiting list uh, to work with me for about three years. So 
it is really powerful. You do get results fast. Um, so if you want to come along and just experience that and witness it, or you want to come along and be coached, or perhaps you're a coach and you want to witness that level of coaching at that standard of coaching, come along, either be coached yourself or witness someone else being coached this way. Um, so I'm going to put the link in the show notes for a ticket for that. I've also got a few other big events coming where I'm going to be doing big meditations. So big in-person healing meditations. I've also got Happy Place Festival coming up. So the 2nd and the 3rd of September, um, in Manchester. So super, super exciting. Um, Sarah and I presented Shadow Alchemy as part of IPA at the one in London. So that was amazing um, back in July. And um, Sarah's away hiking in Norway all of August and the first week in September. So I am going down to Tatton Park for two days Really immersing myself in Fair and Cotton's Happy Place, and I'm going to be running two incredible workshops down there as well. So, if you want to come along to Tatton Park at Happy Place, come and say hi. Join the Shadow Alchemy workshop. That's the workshop I'm going to be doing. I promise you. If you went to the one, or you were involved in the one in London, like the feedback was amazing. So, if you're coming to Fern Cottons, come along to that. But if you're not, don't worry. I'm going to be doing more in person events in and around Scotland. So, all the links are in the show notes, guys. Thank you so much for staying with me for this first episode back. I cannot wait. Um, if you're enjoying this episode, don't forget to give us five stars and leave a review. Um, it really, really helps with, um, yeah, it just helps with the podcast. It helps get it into more people's ears. So I have a list of things that you guys want me to talk about in the Monday Love Punches. So I cannot wait to share those with you over the coming weeks. In the meantime, practice your own inner child work. Regulate your nervous system. Spend time in your body. Heal from the inside out. And as always, take what resonates and leave the rest. Have an absolutely gorgeous week, guys. Bye-bye.